Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Weekend Talk, and welcome back to Anime Casuals. I am lucky. Unfortunately, there is no Michael or Johnny today. They are doing something. I just don't know what it is. Like, I just don't understand, man. Don't you know there's nothing more important than Anime Casuals? <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. Anyway, uh, if you guys are new here, welcome. Uh, basically, what we do on the Weekend Talk is we talk about our weekly anime that we're catching that we're catching up with, um, and those anime also we put them in hype order, meaning the first anime that we talk about is the least hype of the week. The last anime that we talk about is the most hype of the week. Um, so I guess we're back to putting One Piece first, but I'll get to why that is in a second. One Piece episode one thousand twenty. We've got uh, what else do I want to put? Hmm. Okay, we're going to put Shield Hero Season 2, Episode 10 next. We're going to put uh, Kaguya-sama Season 3, Episode 9, and Spy X Family, Episode 9. So, let's start off with One Piece. Um, what are we What are we doing here, guys? What, are, what What's going on? Are we just going back to our old... I don't know, our old... The, the old song and dance that we were doing for literally 15 to 20 episodes of just simply showing different people doing absolutely nothing to progress their own story. So let, let's just let's just put it in perspective, right? We have Sanji doing nothing against women because he doesn't hit women. Cool, I get it, whatever. Um, against, uh, what's her name, Black Maria? Hope I don't... <laughs> Out of context, that probably sounded really weird. Um, but we have... Uh, let's call her Maria from now on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have Maria she is tying up Sanji she wants him to scream out for Nico Robin in order to trap her since she is one of the most important people in the world um, we've got okay so we did get a little bit of something that I wanted to see but uh, didn't really show too much of it we've got King versus Marco which is something that I called for last week and I'm really happy to see it this week um, I thought it was going to be a little bit more uh, like, what the fuck, man? We have two... We have the former, like, right-hand man to Whitebeard facing, like, the right-hand man to Kaido, and we're not getting more of, like, a, a pop from this? Like, come on. How... And especially since they're both, like, flying... It's... So, there's so much, dude. I mean, remember, King is the guy that kicked over Big Mom's ship and almost uh, took them all out. He literally almost took out most of the Big Mom pirates, including Big Mom, all by himself. Okay, now, for anybody out there like, oh, but he just kicked over their ship. I mean, he kicked over their, like, they could have stopped him from kicking over their, their ship. They didn't, you know. So, still, anyway. Um, so, uh, we have that. We've got uh, Lelo Lelo guy, with Prospero, I think his name is, uh, going up against the two... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the two the two furry dreams over there uh the two the two dreams uh <laughs> for all you furries out there um carrot and wanda is that her name carrot and wanda i'm getting flashbacks to dr strange uh anyway uh see the thing is right as i said in the beginning of this discussion of one piece there's not a whole lot going on like, we get to see a whole lot. We even get to see Jimbei fighting a cat person, right? Sabretooth, tiger, cat person, I guess. Um, you know, that's all cool, whatever. But 
nothing's happening. Also, I thought Frankie defeated this Triceratops. What are we still doing fighting the Triceratops? What are we doing here? Why are we still fighting the Triceratops guy? Okay, I saw you slash this fool last episode, and for some reason you're still fighting him. Do they need? Did they need another clip to put in there to like expand the buffering range? Like, what's going on here, guys? Um, you know, what I mean, like we get to see. This is always this has always been a problem with One Piece, and maybe it's just now that I'm starting to realize it because, uh, well, granted, it was probably like Whole Cake Island was the first time I started realizing it because, um. I had I, I binge watched I started binge watching it around uh, the Sea Body Archipelago, and n- once it hit the Big Mom arc, I was like, "Oh my!" Or Whole Cake Island, I was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy!" How like they just show different people because you know uh, before I didn't really care because I was like, "Oh, I'll just go to the next episode," but now it's like, "Oh my god, we're gonna show people making." Like you know what it reminds me of? It remi- or you know what? Uh, like a good example would be like if if um. If, like, uh, instead of showing, like, uh, I'm trying to think of how to cater my, to my audience here. How about soccer, right? Instead of showing us the whole damn soccer match, right? Or showing us, you know, the big screen, you know, like like the, the top-down view. Instead of showing you that, they literally show a step from each person on the damn field. It's like, hey, we're going to show you Ronaldo. Then we're going to show, I don't know any soccer players except for Ronaldo, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> then we're going to show you this person. Then we're going to show you this person. Then we're going to show you this person. But, the, like, nobody's kicked the ball yet. Nobody's even, like, touched the ball. It's literally just everybody going from, like, going, just walking one step. But since you're showing each person walk one step individually, you're not showing them all walk one step. Uh, it takes a whole lot of time to get through. So, uh, yeah, that's where I am with One Piece right now. Uh, I'm especially after we got such a cool fight with Big Mom and Kaido that was just about to, you know, get heated up. And I granted, I know the 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 manga is on break, so maybe they're trying to stall for some more time. Just take a break, One Piece. You don't have to. You don't have to do this, right? We talked about this before. My Hero Academia does this, and they're fucking. They're they're killing it, right? Did we literally have like five to six? Uh, actually, I don't remember how, how many months, but it seems like we have like five, at least five to six months where like we're chilling without without um, without uh, you know my hero. Then it's totally fine. There's no there's no problem with it. In fact, it gives us more to be hyped about. So uh, thank you for for doing what you guys do, but still take a break, guys. It's fine. Anyway. Uh, Oh, and then at the end of the episode, we get Robin coming in, you know, just, by the way, Spank? What the fuck is that? She, she fucking slapped Maria, bro. She just slapped. That wasn't a Spank, bro. That was a slap. Fucking slap, bro. Um, also, I mean, you know, you know, Sanji probably, I'm starting to see why Zoro is the second strongest, because... Sanji has some of the weirdest fucking weaknesses, dude. He almost died at the Fishman uh, Island. Um, not Fishman Island. What the fuck am I trying to... Uh, uh, what the hell is it called? The Mermaid the Mermaid Island, whatever it was called. Um, he almost died there. Um, he couldn't beat... Uh, I was about to say Mia Khalifa. Khalifa. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be able to beat her either. Uh, couldn't beat Khalifa. Um, and, uh, yeah... There was, uh, there was a lot of that, so... Anyway, uh, let's go over to... Before I have a fucking aneurysm over here... Uh, let's go over to Shield Hero... Uh, Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2, Episode 10. We have the Katana Hero. Um, and I was... Uh, so, uh, 
uh, to be fair, I, w- I was a little misguided last episode. I kind of forgot what they had said. Um, I thought they had said that the Katana Hero was out or something like that, or they were like, uh, they were like out of prison or something like that. And what I, they actually, I guess what they meant was that the Katana Hero was uh, like retiring or whatever. And so there was a new Katana, Katana Hero to be, uh, to be shown. But before we get into that, there was uh, Raftalia getting thrown into a cage with glass. Lark and Therese. Uh, dude, now I know her name, dude. I keep forgetting what the jewel girl's name is. It's Therese, so now I know that. Um, voiced by my favorite voice actress, who I always forget the name of, but we'll talk about her more when it comes to Spy X Family. Um, so we get to see them completely break out and, um, you know, have these really cute moments. Uh, but, Raftalia, are we just going to fucking gloss over the fact that these motherfuckers try to tear your world apart. Are we just going to chill? Are, are we just chill about that? Like, are we like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, we're just going to completely forget about all that happening. You know, you know what I mean? Like you're not even going to ask. So why are you trying to destroy our world? Um, I, I mean, it's been vaguely explained that they're trying to save their own world, but it's not like really been explained. You know what I mean? It hasn't really like really been explained. Um, but anyway, we get them escaping from prison. Then we uh, get some, you know, some cool moments between them, some cute moments. And then we get uh, the reveal that Raftalia has been chosen as the vassal hero of the Katana, which now officially makes her way more useful than the sword hero from <laughs> the sword hero, the sword cardinal hero from uh, Naofumi's world. Uh, this is fucking... Get, like, I was just... I was thinking about this, right? Um, you know, we have the spear hero, we have the bow hero, we have the sword hero, and then we have the shield hero, right? The minute I, like, Raftalia picked up a sword, I was like, why do we need the sword hero anymore? Why do the fuck do we need this dude anymore? Because he doesn't do anything except for the, th- the same thing the other people do. But granted... They, you know, uh, what's his name? Does it with a spear? Uh, M- Modest Yahoo? No, that's not his name. What the fuck is it? Mo- Moto? Yeah? What the fuck is this dude's name? I don't remember the name. The spear hero does it with a spear, and the bow hero can be a long range person. Cool, that's awesome. But sword hero, Raftali has got you fucking beat. Now that she's a vassal hero, uh, I don't see I don't see y'all doing nothing to stop the to stop her going on a crazy rampage. And uh, we got to see some cool moves from her. Um, obviously, there was supposed to be a different Katana hero, but uh, somebody else was, you know, Raftalia was chosen, which is weird when everybody was like, hey, she stole the sword, even though they, know, they all know how the fuck that shit works. Uh, this, is why, this is why Shield Hero is, like, second after One Piece, because there's so many, like, loose ends that I'm willing, I guess I'm willing to, 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 to cut it uh, some slack a little bit. Um, also, I don't know if y'all noticed there was that bird singing in the in the, you know singing up up and up on top and uh, you know that was a cl- that was clearly Philo. We all know that was, she turns into a songbird, but uh, it was cool to kind of get the first reaction, then the second one, and then now Fumi comes in. Okay, so here's this here's the here's my problem with this episode. There was a uh, a moment where now Fumi you know because when she gets accepted by the the katana, she is set free from she cannot be a slave anymore. She it, like it doesn't work. Um, and so her slave crest gets gets uh, destroyed or whatever. Anyway, she ends up. Uh, anyway, Nafumi sees that and he's like, "You're free now, Raftalia. You can do whatever you want." Like we've already been here before, Nafumi. We've already fucking been here. Um, and and she, guess what? She 
actively like she actively asked you or she actively decided to put it back on why the fuck would you imagine why why the fuck would you think that she'd want to get away from you at this point like oh f- i'm finally a katana hero i can i can leave nafumi like what why why would you even fucking think that dude you know i i just i don't know i feel like here's what i here's what i think that they're doing this season they're trying to revisit old parts of the show and uh, sorry not old parts um old uh concepts that the show introduced earlier but they're trying to give them a new spin think about it right we have um we have uh uh the bunny person who's supposed to be a little bit like uh raftalia and all that other stuff you know this 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 uh guardian of humanity so to speak you have got the uh you you've got uh, another group of heroes one that was literally uh fucking thrown into uh, an infinite labyrinth, which you know, to a certain degree, Naofumi was exiled uh, from everybody. And pff, I, I hate to say it, but the show has lost a little bit of its edge that it once had. And I'm start, and that's why I think I'm craving the for Naofumi to go fucking ham, which he hasn't. Why has Naofumi not gone full hatred mode? This is the problem with harems, okay? Um, Ari Ferretta had a little bit of this where it's like, I want the, to see the dude be edgy, but he's got a bunch of these fucking girls around him, and now he's not he's not edgy anymore. He, like, he's, you know, all the girls kind of like, tell him to calm down. No. Why, why, what the fuck? Why, why are we telling the dude to calm down when he gets exponentially stronger? Also, it makes it very, very fun to watch, okay? Now, granted, you can calm him down after, but I need to see... You know, I need to see the the fucking. Uh, I need to see the rage mode. I need to see the rage shield. I need to see you know, um, all that stuff. So, either way, um, listen, this 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 season's not bad by any means. It's definitely giving me some new looks. It's very interesting to to see all this stuff, but it just seems there's just something off about it, man. That I can't take my my. I, I can't uh, can't quite explain. I don't know how you guys feel about the season, but they, yeah, it's just something off about it. Anyway, uh, let's go over to Kaguya-sama Season 3, Episode 9, or Kaguya-sama Love is War, for anybody out there that didn't know that. Um, so this, okay, first off, I, I didn't realize this episode came out, because uh, I kept on looking for it, like, each day, and I, I guess I, I never even, like, decided to click on the damn uh, the damn episode or anything. Verve usually tells us, like, when there's a new episode, if we've watched the, the most recent episode, and I guess it doesn't do that anymore, so... Or didn't for that, so uh, I ended up just watching it very, very recently. Um, so it's pretty fresh in my brain. Uh, but yeah, this episode was actually—I I was kind of trying to figure out which episode I should talk about first. Would it be Kaguya-sama or Spike's family? Uh, but yeah, Kaguya-sama had some great moments, man. So we have this cool flashback of Shiragane first coming to this high school. Which, uh, by the way, I want to see way more of. I, I want to see... A, like, we talk about flashbacks being fucking boring all the time on here. But that's only... Fla- when we talk about flashbacks in One Piece, be- the reason why they're boring is because they show something that we've already seen. We've already seen these damn flashbacks. With Shiragane, you know, meeting this student council president that looks like he's out of a fucking JoJo manga. Was I, was I the only one who saw, like, the JoJo? Like, is this a JoJo reference, bro? We got fucking Shiragane as... Uh, uh, it's Shiragane's dad is Dio. Uh, like, how many more JoJo references can we fit in here? I don't know. He just looked like he was out of a damn JoJo's car- JoJo cartoon. Now, without all the muscles and everything. Um, 
But uh, anyway, there we get to see him. You know, we get to see him before he's a student council pres- president, which was really, really cool. We get to hear allusions to certain people. Uh, and we get to also see Kaguya before she kind of, I mean, to be honest with you, kind of like became more feminine. You know, she she, she was very, very, uh, you know, cold and calculated. They called her the Ice Queen. Uh, but now, you know, and she had her hair down all the time. Now she's got this this cute bow in her hair, um, doing that kind of stuff. And it, you can see it's almost like night and day, right? Like watching that flashback and then watching when we get later in the episode, watching her kind of like, you know, everybody calling her cute and she's, you know, kind of like blushing is very, very different. Um, and I really liked it. I really love that comparison. Um, but yeah, we get to see this cool moment where Shiragane officially kind of falls in love with, uh, with, uh, Kaguya, um, when she jumps into the swamp, um, unprompted, uh, obviously there is an ulterior motive. The fact that her, her father is the CEO of a writing company or, news company or something like that and she she thinks that hey you know this could be a good connection for my family later um and uh you know so it's cool to see that shiragane you know really uh fell in love with her because of this act and uh it was really cool to see um Excuse me. It was really cool to see also Kagi at this point. You know, she's not thinking the same way that she was at, uh, you know, to the present moment. Speaking of the present moment, we get to see this cool uh, cosplay cafe that they're doing. Uh, Kaguya is in a uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, a, oh, fuck, dude. I'm trying to remember. Yukata? No, that's not. That's probably not the word. But either way, she she is very dressed, very like old old timey. Um, and it was cool to see. Also, we get to see Ramen King, the two Ramen Kings uh, coming in. Uh, also, they say they were in there for ramen, and they did not get ramen. Uh, anyway, uh, they, you know, we get this guy. If you guys don't remember the Ramen King, he went up against uh, Chica in the second... Huh, wait a minute. Was it the second season? I think it was the early second season, but I could be I could be wrong about that. It might be the end of the first season that he showed up. Um, God, Kaguya-sama has been a fucking journey, dude. Um, anyway, we get to see the Ramen Kings return. Also, the fact that there are four Ramen Kings, uh, I'm kind of excited just to meet them at some point, because it is hinted that we are going to see them at some point. Uh, but yeah, we get to see the Ramen Kings, uh, originally there for coffee, uh, once, uh, Kaguya is, is, uh, you know, insulted about the fact that, uh, that they, they don't like her coffee pouring technique, she decides, hey, I'm going to pour tea for you motherfuckers because that's what I do. Gave him the tea. This guy's like, yo, I fucking taste love in this tea. She just starts spilling all our secrets and everything. Like, oh, you want to you serve this to uh, to the loved one you love? Uh, how you tell that from tea? I don't know. It's pretty incredible, but... Uh, you know, we get to see we get to see that, and I don't know. There was a really cool moment in there where just like when uh, Shiragane is sipping that tea, and then all of a sudden the uh, background goes to white, and that Ramen King's there. He's like, "So it's you," <laughs> you know. Uh, one thing, and I don't know if this happened on everybody's stream that watched it. There was this part where uh, the Ramen King, uh, I forget what the hell is. Uh, the one with the glass. No, they both had glasses. The one without the 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 J. The the, the one that wasn't J. Um, I think his name is J. But the the one without the J hat on. Um, he does this moment where he's talking to Hayas. He's talking about Hayasaka's like coffee pouring skills being so freaking awesome. And at some point, it it shows him like in front of the world. You know what I mean? 
Um, and I see a green screen splotch on there. And I was very, very confused because this looks like a fucking editing mistake I would make. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I have made before. Uh, and I also see Hayasaka with the same green screen splot like blotch behind her. And I'm trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on. Is this a stream or is this a mistake that they came out with? I don't know. You guys are gonna have to tell me. But uh, let's keep going with the episode. There is also a. Uh, uh, Ishigami uh, getting ready to ask out uh, Tsubame-senpai, and we get to see all of this uh, this great tension. We also get to see Maki again. Uh, what did he call her? Mood Swing Girl, uh, which is pretty accurate. Um, one thing I will say, I was really surprised at how, how like, you know, nice she was to Ishigami. And I don't know if anybody else is doing this. I mean, I could be wrong, but uh, I'm... Ah, Ishigami has a couple choices. He's got Eno, I think is her, her name, right? Eno. He's got Eno. He's got Subame Senpai. But if Subame Senpai doesn't work out, I kind of want to see him maybe try Maki. Because Maki, first off, she needs somebody because she's going to try and ruin this fucking couple's relationship. Uh, whatever the, 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 the couple's name, names are. Um, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's something about it. Um, but anyway... Uh, my boy Ishigami fucking gets a yes to uh, when he asks uh, Subame to go to his horror haunted house, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, and we get to see the three fucking nerds who don't have any fucking nuts or just uh, chilling in the background getting pissed off that he, that uh, my boy Ishigami dropped his nuts. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a fun episode. Uh, and we're getting ready for part two when we get to see everything. We've got a couple hints at what's going to happen, right? We have the... Um, the people in in the uh, the horror haunted house. What are they gonna do? We have uh, we have a parent. We have uh, Shiragane's dad did something, but we don't know what. We don't know what he did when he met Kaguya. So that'll be interesting to see. And I want to see these damn ramen kings, bro. I want to see them. I don't know if any of you guys have ever watched Yakuza Zero, but this reminds me of that. There are these things. These people called the four. Uh, no, the five billionaires or whatever. And they're like they're they're boss fights that you have to face throughout the 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 game, and uh, it kind of reminded me of that. So I don't know if they're gonna be like a maybe they might be a big part of the series. Who knows, man? Uh, by the way, is anybody getting like end of the end of the not the season but like end of the series vibes going on? Um, if not, maybe one more season I think might be all she wrote. But who knows? Um, anyway, why don't we go over to Spy X Family episode nine? Um, we got to see, okay, first off, uh, Michael told us that this brother wasn't that bad when it came to loving his sister. Uh, uh he, he, yeah, he is that bad when it comes to loving his sister. Bro, this guy in his drunken stupor asks fucking, uh, asks his, uh, his technical, technically his brother-in-law and his, and his sister to kiss in order to prove to him that they're in love and then when they do, they're, they're about to go do it. He's like, "No, no, no, we can't. I can't watch my sister make out with the, you know." Kid. By the way, it wasn't like he was asking anything crazy, but still. Um, but yeah, then then we get the flashback where he says, "I when I grow up, I'm gonna marry you," you know. And it's like, "Oh my god, dude, these these fucking brother sister things, dude, it's so fucking ridiculous." Um, anyway, uh, fucking Yor takes a big gulp of uh, liquid courage, <laughs> fucking. Dude, and she, by the way, she fucking assumes, dude, she fucking, she does the, 
what is it called? The the hair behind the ear. She fucking goes in for the kiss. Looks like she's going to and realizes she can't. And fucking some Max Yuri. Well, by accident, but just some Max Yuri. Uh, and then smacks some uh, another time, not on accident. And uh, this dude just keeps bleeding out and uh, worrying everybody. Either way, I think my boy Lloyd is fucking killing it as uh, as uh, as this uh, you know spy. Um, either way, it'll be interesting to see how this relationship plays out because um, working with the secret police, and, uh, sorry, with uh, Yuri working with the secret police or yours brother, uh, and Twilight being their main focus, trying to figure out. Also, I'm trying to figure out why they're. Um, after Twilight, because Twilight is technically trying to save, quote unquote, save the, you know, keep the peace. However, maybe in order, because he's going after a very key target, um, they want to make, they maybe they're a little bit more, they don't care about peace, they're, they're more about their country winning. So, I'm not completely sure what the what the end game is of the secret police, why they're after, I, I can see why maybe they want to be after Twilight. Um but uh, maybe maybe they just don't uh they don't since he's such a high up their spy uh his presence in their country is you know intolerable so uh but yeah yuri's little brother syndrome is uh, his his uh sister complex is a little it's a little much be real with you okay it's it's a little much it's a little bit more than michael told us i think maybe we're all getting desensitized to the to the fact that almost every fucking romance anime or something like that has to have like a brother sister uh complex to it at some point so um <clears throat> i'm by the way i'm watching like a couple of cuckoos and that one has has one of them pretty big time although it it does sneak by it by uh with with, with clever storytelling i guess whatever you want to call it either way we get to see uh this very uh what do you call it like a very awkward day for Lloyd and your, um, you know, Lloyd bugs her and uh, like puts a puts a plant on her so that he can listen to her uh, and you know and then he 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 acts like he's one of the secret police in order to get information out of her. Um, but when she threatens, okay, Johnny brings up this great point every single week, and me and Michael kind of gloss over it and kind of say like, ah, oh, you know, anime things, right? Uh, but this week, you're literally uh, threatened to two police officers uh but like with death and then she uh just gets to go like scot free so first off she's weird for believing that that would be a thing and second off uh you know why doesn't lloyd understand that she's an assassin like even like you know granted she's in there now but like the fact that she is so good at fighting to the point where she is able to defeat a fucking spy you know i'm not saying that spies have like the best martial arts training or anything but we saw from the first episode that he can handle himself and the fact that she takes him on so easily whenever they fight like not so easily but to the point where he gets overwhelmed pretty fast by her uh, it should tell him something. It should tell him something about her. So I still think that there's going to be a point where they are going to have to fight, or Yor is going to have to fight Yuri. And I don't know what's going to happen. I, I I don't know, man. I'm really I'm really liking the world building of this. Uh, but either way, we get to see this nice little moment with Lloyd and Yor um, at the very end. 
where um yeah he just tells her like hey listen just be yourself i just want you to be yourself and destroys that bug that probably costs like millions of fucking dollars you know <laughs> but uh yeah it was cool to see uh see anya like you know uh kind of praise them for like oh yeah mommy and, and daddy are getting together and all that other stuff. So, and also, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Anya meets Yuri because Yuri is a an interrogator, so he's going to want to probably get information about the dad from the daughter. Like, you know, he's probably going to want to know hard hardcore. So, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. But uh, anyway, guys, hopefully you enjoyed this episode of the Weekend Talk. The guys will be back uh, next week, hopefully. Um, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Uh, remember, you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the info box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. Don't forget, tomorrow, guys, we're going to be talking about the Violet, Evergar- uh, Violet Evergarden, the movie, the one that was done in 2021. So, just so there's no discrepancies, because I did that fucking last time. Uh, so, we're going to be talking about that for the weekly review tomorrow. So, uh, go ahead and watch it if you can. If not, uh, I'm not going to bring too many spoilers to the table. But, uh, anyway, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.